You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Happy Friday to you. It is lovely outside. Stunning. You look good, Bayside. You look good. Smashing it. Beautiful weather all week. We'll have more of this for the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you. How are you going? I'm very well. How are you, Bianco? Oh, look, I've seen better Fridays, if I'm being honest. You've had a bit of a moment today. I literally got up this morning, was having my breakfast, really feeling that Friday feeling. And then we hear that one girl, Bianco, like a little bit dramatic. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm all right. More good. I'm okay. He's like, guys, I had a small surgery. I was just joking. I was only having a laugh. Anyway, he's got a bandage on, but he's doing all right. It's fine. I've got stitches, but it's all right. But I always have you on stitches anyway. Yeah, so so it's no different. The same kind of sensation, just in a different part of my body. That's it. So (laughs) obviously send your flowers and best wishes to Carl here at 88.3. No, I'm fine. Honestly, I've, I've got nothing to be concerned about. I'm all good and I'm here and I'm happy. Well, that's what we like to hear because we've got a big show, obviously. Or oh, never a small show. Never, ever, ever. Never. We're going to be talking some big things. I found out something this week, you guys, that has blown my mind and made me question my entire existence. To put it lightly, not I, dramatic. I thought you did that every Monday and Friday anyway. Pretty much. We've just come out of a strict five-day lockdown. We did. We did it, guys. And I had a very interesting, well, situation that I found myself in. During lockdown, I literally felt like I was locked down. Funny about that. I'll tell you what happened. Anyway, I'd love to know, just for the record, when you forced your way out of somewhere, because I had no choice. Wait, what? Yeah, when you physically had to force your way out of something or somewhere. Oh, did you get locked in? (laughs) Big time. No. Yes. No. I got locked in. And this is really weird. Anyway, so I was using public transport... On my way to work, which is unlike me, I never use transport. You know, just never. Just the odd occasion, I like to get on metros, trains, or Yarra's trams, or the buses of many varieties. <laughs> the Greyhound. Is that? Oh yeah, probably not that one though. No. And be labelled disgruntled every time. Anyway. Anyway, so here I was. I was on my train, and I get to where I have to get off the train. And the train makes that noise, beep, and it goes to open the doors. Doors didn't open. Oh, dear. I'm like, hang on a second. I'm not the only one trying to get off this train here. I try again. It's not budging. It's not budging. All of a sudden, it goes to make the noise to close the doors again. Oh, no. I'm like, no, surely not. And I, I mind you, I'm cutting it fine. Yep. I get on the train that gets me to work bang on 9 o'clock. Yep. So it's 8.56, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to North Melbourne. <laughs> I am getting off this train. Yeah. It was one of the old trains too. Like, you know, the old, by the older ones, I mean the oldest possible model you can get yes, on. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking the about. The ones where you can force the doors, it's not mm-hmm. the electronic doors. Now, I'm not a rebel. I don't want to break anything on but trains. But he did Hulk smash the train. I, there's every chance I may have because <laughs> I forced that door and I felt like I was 14 again. Wait, what? Because, you know, when you were younger and you used to commute on those trains, you would, you know, have for fun. Okay, nah. maybe... Maybe it was just the boys. So anyway, I've forced, I've literally just gone, nah, I'm opening this door. Yeah. And I did. And I, I don't know how I managed to, but I pushed my way through it and I got out. Did anyone else? No. <laughs> so they, If anyone was on that same carriage as Bianco and you filmed this, wow. please send it to us. I did like a, you know, Maxwell Smart and Get Smart had the doors closed yeah. and goes, 
I was, I pushed the door open enough so I could sneak my way through it. And then as I've pulled my bag out, it's gone boom. Like, boom. See, you were lucky. Um, I went on a school camp once, and a friend of mine, and she's never lived it down, same thing, the tram doors wouldn't open. She got out. Her backpack did not. No. The doors shut on her backpack, and no. the tram started. I wasn't letting that backpack stay in that train. That's my life, that backpack. That's my new backpack. And it's... <laughs> Yeah, you're That's a fancy backpack, all right? It is a fancy backpack, but I'm glad that you and the backpack survived. We nice survived work. to tell the tale, but I'd love to know when you've gotten yourself out of a sticky situation like that. And thoughts and prayers to um the train and its extended family. Look, I'm really sorry as well if that didn't end up going to Williamstown, that train. It was supposed to, but if it didn't, too bad. I feel sorry for those people that had to get off at North Melbourne. If they got off, we'll never know, I suppose. They're still in the loop as we speak. Get it together, train people. Fix the doors. It is beautiful Bayside weather right now. That it is. Loving it. And the one thing, Bianco, that would just make this day even better. What's that? If my most recent purchase was here, so I could enjoy the sunshine with this purchase. Did you buy a blow-up pool for the station? I wish. If we could do an outdoor broadcast in water, like a little bit dangerous, but we like to live life on the edge. Don't think we could do it. That would be amazing. Big OH&S safety risk. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should just get one of those really big pool floaties and we could just sit on that. <laughs> we could go down to, the, down to the beach, jump into the bay, yeah. take some microphones into the bay. There we go, goes. there's an idea. <laughs> that's live and local. <laughs> Absolutely, but that's not what I bought, Bianco. Okay, good. I got the most state-of-the-art face roller this week. Sorry, what? Now, I know that you are my protege when it comes to all things skincare. You've started moisturizing, and I've really wanted you just to spread your wings and fly. I thought you were going to say, I've really noticed. Well, you have. You've got a glow about you. Thank you. But I think it's because your skin knows what's coming next. First time in five years I've had a glow about me. Proud of myself. Good for you. Now, back to me. So. I got a face roller, and I don't know if anyone out there has heard about these. They've been com- they've become quite the trend, Bianco, mm-hmm. where it's a stainless steel roller. So it's probably about the oh maybe like fifteen centimeters tall. Is that going to fix your hair? Or? No, it's going to fix my face because oh, okay. what it is is it is a face. It's almost like a workout for your face. I thought rollers were to do with your hair. You put rollers in your no, hair. No, well, there's rollers for your face now. And okay. what it does, it's like a caveman and a stone. I use this roller on my face 10 minutes each day, and it's literally going to make my face have more angles because mm. I'm literally carving angles into my face. Okay. It is my most favorite thing now. It's all I think about. Once I've actually rolled my face in the morning, all I think about is when I can roll my face again. Mm. I cannot, and this isn't sponsored at all. We're not dropping any names or anything. No, we'd never. Get on it, guys. I've never felt more relaxed in my life. It is brilliant. It's all I talk about, and I keep finding myself at work. I'll be like looking in the mirror being like, oh, yeah, you know, that right angle I carved into my left cheek is really starting to pop. I'm losing it, but I love it. It's iconic. It's amazing. Really? Face rollers, guys. So what's prompted you to get the rollers? Literally a minute conversation I had with my own brain where I just thought, you know what I really need in life? More definition in my face. <laughs> and that's the thing that's going to And I it went online, found the first one I could find. Purchased, oh, express post, it's here. It's a great way to do it. So on Monday morning, because that's actually the time I do roll my face, I'm going to have to bring it in. And mid-segment, you're going to see me roll my face. You roll your face on a Monday morning? Yep. So, do you de-roll it on a Friday? No. I have to iron it, actually. Oh. Make sure there's no creases. 
Hey, look, I, I think I found the song you use when you actually use the thing. Oh, yeah? Rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, yeah. Rolling, 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 How's it go again? Yeah, on the face. A lot of us were making the most of the fact you can go out and get two hours of exercise for a short period of time when that was what we had to abide by. I saw something very interesting, though. It was very, well, probably not great, very unacceptable for when you were trying to utilize your two hours that you had outside mm-hmm. temporarily. I don't know if you've ever seen this, Kapow, but I saw somebody walking and reading a book. At the same time. At the same time. Now, forgive me for thinking otherwise, but I, I always thought that that would be probably a hazard and that if you were trying to cross a road, you're probably not paying attention to the road like it should be. See, that's the mature way of looking at this. In my mind, I'm like, how do they do it? And that's impressive. Look, it was a guy, I'm happy to admit, and generally speaking, guys aren't great at multitasking. So the fact that this guy could walk and read, I was blown away. That's incredible. Very, very incredible. Do, do you know what he was reading? It must have been a good read. I have no idea. I, it could have been something sacred. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm just speculating here. I was walking and I looked to my right and here was this guy walking and reading a book while wearing a mask outside. Now that... That is like Olympic elitist. Amazing. Because I don't know if you found, Bianco, wearing a mask, it actually affects how I can look down. I have to actually move my neck Oh, no, it does. Way. And you can't show any emotion when you're wearing a mask. Exactly. We don't know whether it was a fun read or a real sad read. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what he was reading, but he was reading and walking, and I thought that is totally unacceptable. No, no, no. And see, in my mind, I'm like, oh, for the socials, Jackie should get us two books and we can see who can go the longest walking and reading but without surely crashing into something. It can't get any stranger than that out there, people walking. Yeah. Walking and reading. I think I'm pretty risky if I'm on my phone and I reply to a message for about two seconds while I'm walking. Like, that's a hazard for me. So to read a book. Yeah. That's wow. Pretty incredible. Not something you see every day, but I saw it, and I'd love to know if you've ever seen something similar. 404 That's a number you can get us on throughout the whole show. Because you do see some funny things out there. Yeah, let us know what do you do while you're walking. Because some people have meetings. I was yeah. on a Zoom call um, over last weekend. While you were walking? No, and someone was walking their dog in the meeting. And we were like, are you okay? And she goes, oh, yeah, my dog's just we're going on a walk. We're like, wow, that's okay. impressive. So you can do that, but you have to lock into the session beforehand, put your phone in your pocket yeah. and have the headphones in. Yeah. And even then, you're... You're not distracted of... like visually because you're still looking forward. Yeah. You're listening, but you're looking forward. Probably still not advisable. But yeah, reading, wow. you got to have your full attention in a meeting if you're mm. doing something like that. Well, you're supposed to. A lot of people just sort of... Don't that's what have, they say. Don't have their mic on, don't have their camera on. Sounds like Jack Misson, actually. Does, actually. He's a serial offender when it comes to this. Yeah. I wonder if he walks with a book when he walks. Probably not. Wouldn't go that way. He's a bit of a bookworm, though. I'm going to go try that. Over the weekend, I'm going to get a book and see if I can walk. How far? I might film it and put it on the socials. Why? Because it's impressive. It's impressive, but it's not Maybe great. that's the new level of, you know how there's walking at the Olympics and everyone goes, oh, yeah, but walking is an event. But, like, I mean, that's elite. That's difficult to walk the way they are. But if they put a book in their hands while they did it, it just made it even more intense. I've never seen it before. I don't like it. I think it should be eliminated from the public. You shouldn't walk with a book. If you're holding it and you're not reading it, that's fine. But reading and walking, 
Not a great combo. See, it just goes to show that when I was in school, my teachers used to always say, don't speed read, and now I understand what they mean. Ah, good. Very good by you. Thank you. Uh, good advice as well. Don't read and walk. It's Friday Drive. Carl and Catherine here. It's a nice day outside today. Stunning. Oh. <laughs> What's that? I just got a bit excited. No, it was the way the song ended. wasn't expecting that, but, you know, these things happen. Sometimes the music just creeps on in, and that's fine. It was very Mika-ish. Mika makes it was, noise wasn't like that. It was, We appreciate it all the same. You know what wasn't appreciated during the week, though? What's that? So, obviously, Tuesday was Shrove Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday. And it was Ash Wednesday as well. Yeah. On Wednesday. It seems to me that every single day of the calendar year, there's some sort of day now. Like, the day before my birthday is International Pizza Day. It's International Pets Day tomorrow. Is it really? For the record. Oh, Norman. Something I read there during the week. Well, on Pancake Tuesday, FYI. a man named Mikey G. Bianco. What? Mikey G. Mikey G. Jumped online to show off his Shrove Tuesday cooking. Great. And Mikey G. decided he was so confident in his creation that he put it on one of those Rate My Plates groups. You know, where you take a photo of your food, put it up, and people oh, give some comments. That never ends well. Well, Mikey G learned the hard way that maybe his pancakes are just revolting and he should please stop immediately. Because you know what Mikey G did, Bianco? Said, gee, I'm good. He did, until he got the comments. Anyway, so typically pancakes, I know that crepes have suddenly snuck into Pancake Day. Crepe. So he's gone the crepe option, Mikey G. Crepe. You know what he put on his crepes? What? On the plate were two crepes that appear to be filled with tomato salsa and fish fingers rolled up and then two extra fish fingers on the top. Mikey G, what are you doing? Really? Does he live in Port Melbourne or something? The thing is, there are savoury crepes, but that's just not it, Mikey. Did you say crabs or crepes then? Crepes. Because it sounded like you said there are savoury crabs. And yes, there is, because you put a bit of salt on a crab and it's very yeah, savoury. Exactly. I had some crab the other day, actually. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it was tasty. Did you put it in a crepe? No, I didn't. No. No, it wouldn't be great. No. See, I, I'm i still one t- that holds back on the savoury pancakes. Are you a I'll seafood person? I don't know if we've spoken about this before. I do some fish and that's about it. Really? What mm-hmm. kind of fish is that? Some fish. Never heard of it before. I actually prefer the rainbow fish. Okay. Thank mm. you. Anyway, um... So, yeah. What colour are the rainbow? <laughs> uh, Mikey G. Mikey G. G-O-G. G-O-G, Mikey G. <laughs> He's the OG, Mikey G. When was the last time you saw a fish finger, though? Good question. It's been a while. No, they weren't my thing, personally, growing up. Well, I used to remember, sometimes mum would only buy a certain amount of fish, yeah. and then she'd give us the fish fingers. So... She would have it, have the fish with dad. Yeah. And she might give us a line of Trevally, like a little skimmer of Trevally. Just, you know, to keep you humble that that's something to I'd have a towards. bit of Trevally. George, you would have a bit of Trevally. Mum and dad would have the bulk of the Trevally. And then to keep us satisfied, to make sure we had our fish content, there'd be fish fingers. Not every week, mind you. Some weeks there was just fish. And now you just have fish fingers. No. Opposite, actually. I just have what I'm given. <laughs> <laughs> what will it be this week? Ooh! Got something even better. I've got mussels to go with my fish. Delicious. Inside of chicken nuggets. Nah. No. Can, no, no it's, do you have fish in your household much? A little bit. Like I'm talking weekly. Like well, I it's fish very every good week. for you. It's good it for is. your skin. It's good for your mind. Tuna? I, as I've said, 
I have only just jumped on the tuna train. Salmon? I don't, salmon I'm still working on. Yeah. Anchovies? Uh, no. I'm all for recognising things when they reach milestones. We recognised you for your birthday, not necessarily on Thank air, you. but off air. You became a year older. Thank you for appreciating it being a milestone. And can I, I just exist. say, you're only one year older than the thing I'm talking about. Right I know. Now. It's a weird fact, isn't it? There's another weird fact to go with that, which is that I'm actually the same age as this thing that I'm about to talk about. But anyway, I wasn't going to mention that, and I did. Something amazing's happened. A milestone has been reached 25 years ago to this day. One of the greatest movies of all time came out. And that was, of course, Happy Gilmore, which starred one of my favourite actors of all time, comedians of all time, Adam Sandler. The Sandman. And starred Happy Gilmore as well as Shooter McGavin. Anyway, the guy that plays Shooter McGavin has been living off that for the last 25 oh, years. Oh, yeah. People live for seeing him anywhere out there. He has to act like Shooter, basically, for any public appearances, just because that's his most notable acting accolade over the years. So, they've come out, and both, and as well as Ben Stiller as well, who was in the film, everybody who was in the film has basically came out and said something or recorded something. This is what Adam Sandler did. Okay, it's been 25 years since I've done this. Let's see what happens. I'm scared. He's playing golf. Let's just He's, put yeah, that in there. For the record. <laughs> it was a golf movie. Anything. Yeah. He said, shoot McGavin, I'm coming for you. Bang, hits the golf and ball. I'm not lying yeah. to you. That is smash. Smash. And that went pretty well. Love it. You're dead, shooter. <laughs> so that's how it went. Adam Sandler went down that path. And then Shooter McGavin comes out and he, uh, well, it was rude if he didn't come out and say something. Really. Gilmore, 25 years, huh? Let's see if it's a uh, shooter's tour. Check it out. So he also does oh, a golfing yeah. move. It's all about the short game. Gets the putt. Drive for show, putt for the dough. Here we go. It's in the hole. Look at that. Money. Shooter. Still got it. Yeah, there you go. How good. He goes on to say a few more things like, see you on the ninth hole at nine. and Or quotes rest of the other quotes from the movie and I just thought it was fantastic. See, I didn't realise until recently I was actually listening to a podcast with Adam Sandler and he was what? saying Yeah. You listened to Hang on. Can we put that on the record? <laughs> on the 19th of February 2021 at a quarter to five one Catherine Powell mentioned the fact that she listened or watched something involving Adam Sandler and didn't Proceed by then saying that she didn't like it. Hey, I never said that. I said that his movies are hit and miss. I love some of his movies. Well, I just don't like him to the extent you do. But anyway, back to what I was saying. I didn't realize Adam Sandler, so he got his start on SNL, Saturday Night Live, like a lot of people did. He got fired from SNL. Yeah. And this movie was just something he'd been like tinkering with. He thought it was going to flop and his career was going to be over. Thank the Lord that it wasn't a flop and his career blossomed. You never would have gotten click if it did. Please. Please don't. Not today. <laughs> Today's about Happy Gilmore. It's not about click. Yeah. Oh, imagine when we get to the click anniversary. Bianco's going to have this place decked out. It's going to no. be incredible. No, I've come to terms with that now. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's still one of the greatest movies. Good for you. That's um, that's character development. It I is. Like it. It's a beautiful movie. Any Adam Sandler movie, pretty great. In my books, 
What's Jack, um, Jack and Jill? Um, not so much. I said something a little bit controversial on this very radio station at about one o'clock this afternoon. I thought you were going to say you'd make a good mummy. Is wow. that that was controversial? That was controversial. Um, th- what I'm about to bring you now is even more so. So I ran the idea past the Bayside Lunch Boys. They reacted very strongly. I don't know how you're going to react, Bianca, but I think this is going to put our radio partnership to the ultimate test. Well, we've been together for five years, so yeah. so this could be the end right now. I was reading an article when we could, rest in peace, <laughs> very early in the week before okay. the world apparently The Batuta changed. Advocate's still around, so that's amazing. <laughs> Thank goodness. They came back very quickly. They when... did. They did. I think they've gotten material for the rest of their lives after yesterday, but anyway. Talk about double standards, anyway. Um, they, I was reading an article, and it appears that there's a new type of gin that's doing the rounds at the moment. Please, don't talk about gin. <laughs> Hot cross bun flavoured gin. I've heard about this already. Now, I where do you stand on ago. it? No, thanks. I knew, I hard, knew it. A hard no. My person, thank you. Yes. I don't understand the craze with hot cross buns. I know that's a controversial choice. However, sultanas and bread, in my mind, are an unholy match. See, when you say it like that, it sounds even worse. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. I think the only thing that's made it worse is when I did my grocery shopping the day after Boxing Day last year and there were hot cross buns already. I'm like, "Mm, no, please stop. But that happens. That's an annual thing. You just expect it. Okay, Boxing Day, there's... Yeah, but I just think that I don't understand why everyone loves hot cross buns so much. Oh, I know. It is a lock when it comes to Easter. You have to... Well, you don't Mm -mm. have to, but I'd say there's probably... 75% 75% of the population would go and get hot cross buns. Oh, I would say like Maybe 90%. I'm not a statistician. I have not gone and interviewed people, but I reckon if I interviewed 10 people down Bay Street right now, you'd probably get 7.5 out of 10 saying, yeah. Where'd you get a half from? Well, because there might be a couple. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that how that works? Maybe. I thought you were just asking someone's left leg. Yeah, well, one, one person in a relationship likes buns, the other doesn't. Do you like hot cross buns? I love hot cross buns, but the traditional hot cross buns. Don't give me any of these chocolate ridiculous combos. See, this is where I, my family get really offended if I don't have a hot cross bun on Easter, so I'll have one hot chocolate hot cross bun and, and that'll do me. you have to layer it with butter. Uh, no. Butter it up, toast it up, No. And there's your bun. I don't like hot cross buns and I particularly don't like when they start tapping my Easter holiness, which is gin. Hang on, so now all of a sudden you won't have hot cross bun gin, but Easter holiness for you, give me a bottle of gin. Yeah. Wow. Why do they have to make flavoured things like this? Like that being said, I'm a hypocrite because when the gingerbread ice cream comes out from a certain supermarket, you best believe your girls at that special's getting the last few tubs and putting it in their freezer and telling their family if they eat it, they're dead. It's like in January, that day we have a public holiday. There was a particular chip company that made lamb and rosemary chips this year. What about the Lamington ones? My taste buds are still recovering from that. Really? That did damage. I had sour twisties once. And how'd that go? That was an experience. Just putting it out there for the acquired tasters out there. Well, there you go. 0404 000 736. Where do you guys stand on the hot cross bun thing?
hot cross bun gin, but more specifically hot cross buns. Do you stand with me in this? And if you are in a relationship, are you the one that likes the buns or are you the one that doesn't like the buns? I'm just putting it out there. There are some couples who like them, some couples who don't. I went and got a sandwich for lunch. Good for you. It was delicious. Fascinating story. I know. I know. It sounds boring, but I'll get to the point I'm trying to make in a moment. I love to know when you've changed something up in your life because I decided to do that when I went and got my sandwich. Ooh. Yep. Okay. So the first thing I did was I chose a different kind of bread to what I usually choose. Okay. I had more of a sort of... What's your go-to bread? Ooh. Well, it's... I don't want to give away where I went to, but it may involve a foreign form of herbs and cheese. Okay. I'm just going to... Pretty tra- basic choice. Chuck but- it out there. Yep. See, I'm more of a rye malted kind of girl. Well, this is what I've tried. Has it changed your life? Well, not really. It's so good. That wasn't a game changer for me. Got my usual combo in the Sanger and... But I changed up the salad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm adding more stuff to my salads That's these good. days. And I put pickles in. Oh, yes. And I was like, mm, pickles. Had jalapenos. Yep. To chuck the jalapenos in and they Add are a bit of spice. delicious. I actually love spice. That's one thing I've grown into, a bit of spice. And I even put some onion. Okay. I don't usually, I'm not big on onion and I'm not yeah. big on pickles in a sandwich usually, but I changed it up. I chucked it in my sanger and I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, good for you. Delicious combination. Is this, can I ask a quick question? <laughs> Sure. Just to, um, because a couple of weeks ago I had a question and um, we didn't get back to it. Is this because you no longer go to the meat place after someone stuffed up your salad? No, no, I still go to that place. Okay, good. But I didn't go this week. Okay. I didn't want anyone to be redundant. First week in a while, actually, I haven't. Mm. So maybe they were expecting me and they didn't see me this week. I'm sorry to the meat people. I will meet you with at a later date. Because I quite enjoy eating lunch usually from that place once a week. Yeah. But I didn't this week. I changed it up and I got a sanger. And you got pickles instead. I got I got pickled. And they got donuts. And I was happy with that. It was a satisfactory outcome for all, I think. Maybe not for the meat place, but they'll meet me again, as I said. That's not the end of the world. I'd love to know, though, if you have decided to change up your sandwich order, what did you do? Or anything in life. If you just changed something, how would you feel about it? Yeah. When did it go well for you? That's what I want to know because we hear a lot of stories that have gone wrong. But when did it go well? 0404 Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday. What I'm about to bring to you, I don't, I didn't know the angle in which way to go about this. You're doing I, this a lot today. Our producer's a bit nervous. Um, I said that I think that what I'm about to say is more of a public service announcement. To anyone who is playing hide-and-seek these days. I was going to say, if you were going to say that Moomba's cancelled and you're devastated, it's back on. It's back on. And you're welcome. Am I the queen of Moomba? Am I the king? If not, then it is cancelled. Anyway. um, (laughs) Fair. So. Harsh, but fair. I'm going to tell you a story, Bianco, about a young lad in Florida by the name of Eli. Eli. Whose attempt to hide in a trash can almost turned tragic. He was playing hide-and-seek. When the trash can he was hiding in out on the street just happened to get picked up on bin day. Not good. Now, I was thinking this might be the end for me, says seven-year-old Eli, when the when the trash can becomes airborne because the truck has picked it up and gone on the tilt 
And the driver, thank goodness, doing the right thing, has looked in the camera and said, that's a live human in there. Do not compact. And it's all of a sudden they've dropped the bin. Eli's escaped. Eli nearly got crushed. And that's not a recycling bin, Bianco. He wouldn't have gotten another chance. If Eli was crushed, he was going to be really crushed. Yeah, well, you don't want to stick yourself in a bin. It's not good. It never ends well. No, but what are the chances? He's innocently gone out and hidden a bin on um, just to play hide and seek and it's bin day. Can you imagine how bad that could have been? It could have been very, very bad. That um, garbage collector wouldn't have needed a coffee for the rest of the day. He would have been on high alert. Yeah, no. Moral of the story, well, outcome of the story, never hide in a bin. No, don't hide in a bin. Um, also, just be hyper aware that people apparently hide in bins. Yeah. So make sure if you're using a bin to check it. That's always been an irrational fear of mine, actually. See, we always talk about things that you should be taught in school. That should be the number one thing. When you get into prep, it's like, all right, guys, just so you know, that's the bin. Don't hide in it. That's yeah. the first life lesson. Absolutely. And then as you're leaving year 12, okay, guys, when you're on a night out, just a reminder, you learned this in, in prep, bin. don't hide in a bin. <laughs> you're welcome. Life advice has been revised in the latter years of your schooling. That's true, actually. That's actually so wildly true. I've known a few friends after a night out who have ended in bins. But then again, I famously tell the story how a friend of mine in grade six, one of them said something mean to me, a guy who is now, I think, a pro wrestler. He came over, heard that I was having drama. He picked my friend up by the scuff of the neck and literally put her in a bin. That happened. And he said, don't mess with my sis, and then shut the lid. Look, it's fair to say, if you've ever been, a bin, been in a bin, it's never nice. It's not a glamorous lifestyle, but yeah, thank goodness little Eli's fine. I think he's learned his lesson. But just make sure, guys, if you're out and about playing hide and seek or on a night out, yeah. stay away from the bins. I remember when I was probably six or seven, I went to a sort of disco night out Geelong Way where my cousins lived. Went with my cousin who was the same age. It was like a play centre and they had a disco for like younger kids. I went to the same place years later when I was a young teenager. But that's not the story I'm talking about. I'm talking about when I was probably six or seven. A guy took my glasses off, threw them in the bin and pushed me in the bin. (gasps) My cousin showed him a lesson. Something to be taught on top of not being put in bins. I... Saw an amazing news article. I know that it was a very interesting week relating to news, but this one in particular struck my attention. It sounds so old school now. I saw a news article. It does a little, doesn't it? Because mm. there's only a couple of social media sites these days that you can look at that yeah. actually provides the news. And I don't use any of them. That's a shame. So well, you're on them. News now. You are on them. I'm on them. <laughs> Just don't bother to check. But how often you use them? That's another story. Yeah. This one was quite interesting, though. And I'd love to know on zero four zero four triple zero seven three six, the best excuse you've ever come up with, because this one I think takes the cake. Okay. A man was found naked up in Darwin, and when he was asked what he was up to, he said, I got lost. <laughs> yeah, you heard yep. correctly. He got lost on the way... To a Tones and I concert. <laughs> yep, you heard it. <laughs> if I was Tones and I, I would be so proud. Imagine that. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't. <laughs> because you got lost in Darwin, we, naked, on the way to a Tones and I concert. Do we know why he was naked, though? No. 
I, I think... He didn't confuse Dance Monkey for Dance Nike, did he? Because <laughs> that's not the words. That would have been an embarrassing mistake if he showed up. Imagine that. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Imagine the sunburn on him, though. In yeah. Darwin, of all places, in the summer, naked. He had tattoos. It was. I saw the photo of the guy. Yeah. But of all the things he could come up with, with why he is <laughs> naked, in Darwin, it was... Oh, on my way to a Tones and I concert. Do we even know if Tones and I was in Darwin? I don't think she was. <laughs> Last I heard her concert in Darwin was rescheduled. Yeah. So has this guy been missing for over a month or so? Pretty amazing though, isn't it? That's brilliant. That is probably one of the best stories I've ever heard. That this guy has gone missing and his excuse for going missing was that he was going to a Tones and I concert. Wow. Amazing. Good on him though. Anyway, let us know. What's the best excuse you've come up with? Have you been found in an awkward situation? And what was your excuse in that yeah. awkward situation? Because this was rather awkward. I've never really found myself in a situation like that before. Middle of nowhere. Naked? No. Um, I just I just love the fact that that was the thing that... Like, imagine being the police officers asking him that. And then, like, what do you say back to that? Just on my way to a Tones and I concert. What right. would the police say back? Yeah. Probably not the same thing. They just look him dead in the eye and said, I had a dream that someday I'll just fly away. <laughs> That's when you hand in please, your notice please, and no, you leave. No, no, let's not go there. <laughs> this is Tones and I, though, on your Friday. I learned something during the week that I'm still recovering from. But does that not just happen every week with no, you? No, but this one just struck a particular <laughs> chord, Bianco, because mm. it was personal. Oh. So I did dancing for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Never talk about it on this show at all. But there was a time in my life where I would do a bit of a jeté. You put the B in ballerina? Okay. <laughs> well, that's hurtful. Never did ballet, though. Oh, that's a shame. More of a um, jazz tap, contemporary hip-hop soul, funk kind of gal. The soul in salsa? Never did salsa. Right, That's Jack. Jack did salsa. Uh, the rum in rumba? Do with that information what you will. Um, what anyway, I, I So, for 11 years as a dancer... I heard the phrase, break a leg. Every competition... That's the worst thing you could possibly say. No, well, this is the thing. So, break a leg obviously means good luck. Yeah, so they say. I was today years old when I found out that when people say break a leg, it's because they want you in a cast, like a production cast. No. That's what it actually means. No, no, no. That is where break a leg comes from. That's not right. And... My brain's still buffering. I That's not cannot, right. like, I feel like having to go back in time and relive my whole dance time just to appreciate that even more. Like, is that not insane? That is extremely insane. I don't believe that for one I minute. saw it on the socials and I almost died. I don't blame you. I personally don't think that's correct. It is correct. What was your source? Tomato, barbecue? Um, It may or may not have been another radio station. Oh. But did they get that right? Yeah. But it makes sense, though, because why else would someone say break a leg? Mm, I always thought it was just like a old-fashioned saying for good luck yeah, out there. Yeah, but that's there. what I'm saying. But why would they say break a leg? Because they want somebody to break a leg? To be in a cast. There you go. Poor, poor flow of words, in my opinion. I don't like it. Yeah, but still, I, I just goes to show when you think you know something, you only know half the story. What about golf? You know what golf stands for? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Apparently, it doesn't stand for that, though. You've 
let us know a bombshell about why they say break a leg, I'm letting you know another bombshell. Apparently, whilst people did think that golf stands for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden, it doesn't Disgusting. stand for that. Historically, it doesn't stand for that. Can't tell you what it does stand for, but it's not that. You're welcome. Mind-blowing everybody's minds on a Friday. That's what we're here for. That's what we like to do. Let us know anyway. If you've got a saying that you have that's as good as break a leg that we might not have known the yeah. true meaning of. Yeah. What did you know? What did you learn about something that you hear all the time, but only you're just hearing it now for the first time? Really? Is there any out there that we haven't brought up so far in our five years? Look at me. We've just mentioned two. Yeah. So there break, probably could be a couple more out there. Break a leg and golf. I'm sure there is others out there too. I want to know where chookers came from, actually. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard that, I said, what? Look, I have a theory as to where chookers come from, but uh, I'm not going to bring it up. That's all I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Come on, Catherine, if you're Friday. Yes. I'd love to know if you have ever had a family member date a friend of yours. Ooh. And the reason why I bring this up is because I saw a post, and you're probably thinking, ooh, a post, a story that's going to happen in relating to a family member. And yes, it is true. Hang on. That's so weird. That's Not- exactly word for word what I was thinking. Really? Oh, I'm said. so, so glad wow. that is what you were thinking. Now, look, I'm just going to put it out there. It doesn't involve my family or anybody close to me or anything like that, but it involves somebody's. So we have to be very um, considerate of this situation. Anyway, the story stems from a university love letter site. And the story goes a little like this. Two weeks ago, I perf- uh, sorry, if you're under the age of 16, t- tune out right now. <laughs> Advisory warning. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I engaged in some oral sex with my friend's dad and his car. And then we had intercourse. Wait, hang on. Pause. Mm. Friend's dad. Mm, friend's dad, correct. Carry on. <laughs> Thank you. I can't put any details in this post as people might know who I am, but I need some opinions. I felt really guilty the past week. Yeah. And don't know, know what to do. Oh, that's so sad. Me and her are really close. Don't know how or if I should tell her. Please, any suggestions will be helpful. Now, you're probably thinking, well, Carl, why are you just bringing up the story? You're trying to get people to relate to the story. No, I'm not. Because it's a story in itself. But what you're not prepared to hear is the comments responding to oh, this. Yeah. For advice. The top question, the top response is, she'll forgive you. You could technically be family now. <gasps> she will have a very healthy relationship um, with a new step parent. My hands up like a three-year-old. Yes, question. Um, I've got a question. Sure. Did this girl know that she was with her friend's dad at the time, or was it just a classic stitcher? What a coincidence moment. Where later. Well, what a coincidence moment where she later found out that it was her friend's dad. Well, I don't know if this has been revealed yet. This is, you know, this is live and rolling, this story. There's another one I'd really love to mention, but I feel like it's probably not acceptable to go on the air. It was a good laugh, though. And then there's others, like, I'm sure she'll understand. Just be her stepmom or dad. She'll love it. Wow. Yep. See, that's crazy because another story also came out this week, Bianco. Yep. Where a lady, also very similar situation, was dating her boyfriend for two years and then found out 
that her mum and her boyfriend See, had a relationship I, I, and got engaged. That's just, it's filthy, isn't it? It, it stinks. Like, I know the, or is, there's plenty of fish in the sea is still a thing, but now with dating apps, there's 50,000 fish. But it's Find like, a different fish. I'll pose it this way, right? I am wholeheartedly against situations where you have a group of friends yep. and there's one jolly jumper who decides to get on with everybody else in the group. That I am completely against. Yeah, that, and I like, dislike it. That makes things very messy. But at the same time, though, at least they're like friends. It's not your friend's dad. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. Family. Why? No. Why? <sighs> well, um, we wish this lady all the best with yeah. her endeavours. Let's hope she finds the answer that she's looking for. Pretty much. Good luck to the family and families that may be uniting through this venture. That poor car. Yep. Let's, yeah. Glenn oh, 20 in the car, please. Please, please don't. It's Carl Catherine for your Friday. Hey, I um, fell into the trap of trying an online trend during the week. What now? I don't know if you guys have seen the um, feta pasta trend. Oh, yes. I was watching that today on one of those morning yeah. television programs because mm-hmm. that's what I do on my days off. Good for you. You're welcome. Um, Looked delicious. It was really good. Was it? Did you make it? Yeah, because I'm awful when it comes to cooking. The easiest thing, the better. And the soon as I saw that... Cheesy peasy, you thought? Yeah. All it is is literally just chucking a whole heap of stuff into an oven and then getting a spoon and smashing it all together. Fantastic. Well, when you put it that way... So good. I reckon even I could do it. Yeah. I dare you, actually. (laughs) No, thanks. It's even better with feta. Um, But... I've started to realise my eating habits are really changing and they're starting to be more skewed to what I'm actually seeing online. Was the turning point when you put peanut butter and banana on toast? I'm just curious. It was a start. It was the start of something new. But the biggest thing that's changed recently, and I don't really know what to classify it as, I don't know if you guys saw the um, toasted sandwich with a wrap trend that was also on TikTok. No. Okay, so you get a wrap. Just any kind of wrap you want. Yeah. And you make a cut in the middle of one side. Right. And so what you're doing is you're making a toasted sandwich, mm. but you're doing it in like a little parcel. Okay. So whatever fillings you want, with this cut in the side, you've got four quarters. So you fill your sandwich with the four different fillings, and then you fold, 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 put it in the um, sandwich maker, and it's like this toasted wrap goodness. And it's all I eat now. What? But- it's just so like, and everyone knows like when you make it and you're talking to people and they're like, oh, you're making the wrap thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. But everyone knows what's going on. And I don't think lunches are ever going to be the same again because of TikTok. Because now you just have wraps. Well, everyone sort of just jumps on these bandwagons. I'm beginning to think there's a bit of a trend here. Crepes, wraps. What's next for you? Something that is rare. Whatever TikTok tells me. Lollipops. Apparently. Are you still into lollipops? What? I don't know. It's... Lollipops? Yeah, circular. You like round things now? Do you only drink round bottles? What? A lot of bottles are round, I think, aren't they? I've just dug myself a bit of a hole there. Well, you were talking about crepes earlier. Now you're talking about wraps, and they're very similar. Oh, they're circles. Yes. See, I was never good at geometry. Wake up. Come on. Pretty rounded joker. Have you decided to jump on one of the bandwagons from the tockety tick food-wise? Or any kind of thing wise, let us know. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.